Hello and welcome to this Meetings Today podcast. I'm Tyler Davidson, Vice President and Chief Content Director for Meetings Today. Um, and we're here with Elliot Ferguson, uh, Ferguson uh, President. He's waving to you. You can't see him now, but uh, President and CEO of Destination DC. Thanks for joining us, Elliot. Happy to be here, Tyler. Hello, everybody. <laughs> and um, yourself and the Destination uh, Washington, DC are very bullish on DEI, have very established successful programs. And now um, you're speaking at ESPA, Event Service Professionals Association, their annual conference. And we were just talking earlier that I, I'm like always bullish on on event service professionals. I don't think they get enough due. They're, they're like on the ground. They're the conduit for so much of our business. What are you going to be uh, t- telling them about? Well, Tyler, you're absolutely right. When you really think about the whole process of promoting a destination, there's the amazing team that focuses on bringing the business to the city, and then they're the ones that um, are responsible for really making sure that the groups that are coming into Washington or to any destination has a great experience overall. So the opportunity to talk to this amazing group of individuals, give them additional insight as to um, not only some of the principles that would be helpful for them to be successful in their role, but also tying that into the ever-important conversation about diversity, equity, and inclusion, uh, and some clear understandings. I think that, you know, in a city like Washington, D.C., there's this perception, you know, especially with uh, the King holiday coming up, that this is uh, something specifically for the black community. And I think a large part of that conversation is, one, to understand that globally, people are coming to the U.S., coming to Washington to get the full American experience. So this is American history for everyone. So as you talk about diversity, equity, and inclusion, make sure that you also include aspects of your destination that may not necessarily resonate in the same vein that perhaps how you would have sold that destination five years ago or more. And, uh, you know, an event service professional, they are the one, they're the, like I said, the conduit. After the, the meeting is booked, you need to set up the content um, of the program. They know the local vendors. They know the supplier community. And it's so important to include the whole community of vendors, whereas many communities have been overlooked in the past. So what should planners ask a, an event service uh, professional to make sure that they don't overlook uh, members of underrepresented uh, communities? No, absolutely. It works two ways. One, the, the individual in event planning for a destination should include those organizations that represent diversity when groups are asking about services. Don't segment them as if you have to really focus on the fact that it's Asian-owned or Black-owned or what have you, but make sure that everyone that offers a service in your community has an opportunity to really work with with the business that's out there. The other component, something that we've done in Washington, is that we've started a what's called a DEI fellowship. So therefore, as we look at potential businesses primarily small businesses in Washington that are minority-owned, we're, we're arming them with the tools to be successful in terms of working with that business. So we have to educate them as to what to expect from us when we're bringing this business to the city, and equally as much, how can they get a piece of the pie? So the conversation is going to be kind of twofold, what to expect from the customer and what the responsibility is of the service professional. And what should a planner, uh, how should they sort of broker this conversation? What what should they ask for to make sure that uh, their objectives are met? 
Yeah, I think if the planner is asking specifically questions, the, the, the key things that should be out there is um, we want to make sure that we are um, talking to organizations that 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 are of diverse, that are one female owned, that are owned by diverse org, um, individuals. Um, if the planner is not asking that, then it's up to the event professional to organically include those organizations, again, not segmenting them unless there is a specific thing in which they bring to the table. Um, if they're looking for unique events in Washington, D.C., uh, or venues or experiences, the professional that works for the DMO should include that. If they're looking for unique speakers, something that is really specific to Washington, D.C., because we have a myriad of professionals from all backgrounds, associations, and otherwise that stay in the Washington area, that's what we do as a part of our uh, connected capital, whereas we're including those individuals and exposing them to the groups that are coming in. So it's important that, that you're looking at the community that you serve to see what assets you have in terms of the people and making sure that they play a role in promoting and, and or bringing those meetings to your city. And in D.C., what are some of the examples of uh, ways they can immerse themselves, say, in the African-American culture or other cultures that maybe were not on the uh, activity list 10 years ago? Right, and that's the goal. It's like we, we have to assume that in most cases, w one, we are the stewards of our community. No one should be able to sell our community better than we, we can. So as we're looking at various communities in Washington, D.C., one, a destination that has over 180 plus embassies clearly is an international destination. Ironically, we're only, there are only 700,000 people that live in the city, so it's incumbent upon us and our team to make sure that we communicate a lot more about the diversity that exists in Washington as a whole, be it the fact that the largest Ethiopian population outside of Ethiopia is in Washington. So the influences, be it food, culture, and, and other activities that they have an opportunity to take advantage of, including the embassies themselves, that represents a significant amount of diversity um, within our within uh, our destination as a whole. Uh, connected community, connected campus gives us a chance to really focus on unique spaces in Washington that might offer experiences specific to the Jewish community. Like for example, in Washington, there's a synagogue, Six and I, literally in Chinatown that is unique meeting space. And the list goes on and on and on. It's incumbent upon us to know about those assets and to, to make sure that the planner, even if they're headquartered in Washington or Maryland or Virginia, that we're exposing them to different opportunities that exist on a regular basis as well as what might be happening in the city while their convention is ongoing. And, and I think too, attendees want something that is unexpected or maybe they haven't been exposed to before and is unique in a destination. And I'm sure you hear that too. And I think uh, always the new generation of people coming into the business world and going to these meetings and conventions, I think that's increasingly important to them. I mean, would you agree with that? I totally agree. Um, you know, folks, everyone wants to come to a destination and experience something unique. I was here in Columbus for ASAE in 2019, happy to be back here in 2023, uh, and I want to experience some new things, which we've been exposed to. I think the same thing happens in a city like, De like Washington, D.C., and every city that's represented. So it's, it's really important that we understand and engage the unique communities in Washington, D.C., and when those planners are coming to us, be it a, a, a dinner or, or whatever the case is, we're being able to share with them things in which they can do, 
uh, and that, that can expose their attendees to a unique and pleasant experience in Washington as a destination. And is there anything uh, unique that's kind of popped up in D.C. that you think uh, people should uh, be considering? Uh, not to play favorites, but, uh, you know, off the beaten path sort of uh, element? You know, I think that um, something that is unique uh, in Washington and other destinations have a similar opportunity is that we've now coined a phrase protest tourism. Whereas as individuals are wanting to come to Washington, it's really there's a huge global audience that wants to come and learn more about what happened in Washington in 2020 and 2021 specifically, and then tying that into the civil rights journey in, in Washington, D.C., in the United States, and other uh, things of that nature. So in Washington, be it Black Lives Matter Plaza, we happen to be the first in the country to have one. Folks are wanting to come and experience that. There are actually opportunities for us to have interactions with groups that may want to do something on the, the rooftop of the Hay Adams Hotel and be exposed to Black Lives Matter Plaza. And by the way, you're also looking at the White House. And a lot of that is also incorporated in, in several museums in Washington. So when individuals are coming and saying, we want to learn more about what we saw on TV, the good, the bad, and the indifferent, um, we're able to expose that to them in a way that perhaps they can benefit from it and take pictures and be able to come back and say, we were where all of this started in the nation's capital in Washington, D.C. Always something exciting happening there, right? Uh, it, always something exciting, usually good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're always excited to be able to share that. And that's the goal at uh, when I'm in Pittsburgh, yeah. I'm talking to those amazing event planners and those that are responsible for planning events to make sure that they expand their perspective and learn a lot more about their destination as a whole. Well, I wish you a great success with your speech, and uh, I hope you record it, because I really want to hear it. I'm very interested in it. I hope you feel that way afterwards, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Elliot. Sorry, man. Thank you. That was Elliot Ferguson, president and CEO of Destination DC. And uh, by the way, we're here at PCMA, convening leaders in Columbus, Ohio, taping this. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, um, or even if you didn't, uh, go to meetingstoday.com. We have a bunch of other podcasts with other top thought leaders in the meetings industry. Um, thanks for joining us today, and go out and make it a great rest of the day. Thank you.